Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Thomas Pierce, and my book is called The Afterlives. My book is about loss and impermanence, death, but most essentially love. It's a love story. And it's about a young man named Jim Bird who at the beginning of the book dies technically for just a few minutes and returns with no memory of any lights or angels or tunnels or anything exciting like that, anything that indicates there might be something waiting for him on the other side or waiting for any of us for that matter. And coming back with that knowledge spurs an investigation of sorts into, well, maybe, hopefully, maybe there is something and he just didn't see it. And so that takes him on some uh, crazy adventures Notably to psychics, to he connects with a, a church called the Church of Search, uh, a slightly futuristic church in which holographic presenters come and give talks on varied topics relating to spirituality and death. He connects with a physicist who believes the universe might just 93% exist and also takes him to a restaurant where on a stairwell in the back of the restaurant, he hears a voice and this voice is an otherworldly voice and maybe is the proof he's been looking for that there's something else out there for us on the other side. But this book, as I said, is also a love story, and it's about his marriage to a young woman named Annie and the life they build together. I wanted to record my audiobook because it's something I've never done before. There's that. Trying something new is always fun. I also have some background in radio, and I, I haven't done it in a long time, but I missed being behind a microphone, and uh, I thought... Why not solve that by being behind a microphone for 40-ish hours in a uh, small studio? Um, but I really enjoyed it. And I also wanted to know, well, maybe this would make me uh, a better reader of my own work as I go around to readings and whatnot. I thought this might be good. The ultimate form of practice and a chance to maybe understand my book in a different way, too. I prepared to record each morning by... Uh, trying not to talk too much, knowing I'd be talking all day. I avoided belting out any songs in my car on the way here, which is something I might normally do. And I did re-familiarize myself with the book a little bit, thinking about uh, all the various voices. I kind of cursed myself by writing a book with lots of dialogue, and that, <laughs> that became a challenge, so I tried to look at that. I realized I had trouble pronouncing lots of words, too many words, more words than I should probably admit. Among them, and this is tricky because answering this question forces me to repronounce those words, words such as famili familiarity. Familiarity? There you go. Not to mention a word that I remember writing when I was writing this particular part of the book and I wrote down this word. I remember thinking, oh, I feel so sorry for the poor person who has to read this aloud in audiobook form. But then, sure enough, I ended up becoming this person, so I did this to myself. But the word is hypotrichoidal, hypotrichoidal, which I don't, I'm not even quite sure if I am ever quite got right, but maybe no one will know, so it doesn't matter. My favorite part of the book to narrate was the end, I think, actually, and not just because I'd reached the end, which is rewarding in its own way, but because the end is one of the more emotionally resonant pieces of the book for me and actually getting to say it out loud after having written and rewritten it 18 million times in the last four years. There was something really valuable in that, and maybe even cathartic. I would record another audiobook 
especially if it wasn't mine, and maybe I consider doing another one of my own, depending on, on what it is. Maybe what that means is that I need to write an entirely different sort of book. If given the chance, I'll narrate that one. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I could hear maybe Josh Brolin. That'd be pretty cool. I think of him as being capable of being goofy, funny, but also has a, uh, an earnest, sincere quality, too. And he's capable of doing a faint southern accent, so he's got a lot going for him. Any words of wisdom for the next author in the studio? I would say if you have young kids, like I do, maybe reach an agreement with your partner about who will be reading the 18 million bedtime stories before bed on the nights before and the nights after, for that matter. And also, you know, just staying hydrated. Don't forget to bring your water. It's very important. <laughs> do I listen to audiobooks? Yes, I do. I do on occasion. I, I love the printed form, and I love reading, and I love the experience of reading. But I, I do listen to audiobooks. And I worked in radio for a long time, so I really do value the experience of putting on or in some headphones and being fully immersed in a world. I think there's really something about the idea of a voice in your ear that's a different kind of compact than when you sit down and open a printed book. That voice becomes a part of your life in some sense, and it follows you, and you together along with that voice are going through this experience of the book, and I think that's an amazing thing. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.